My name's Brian, and today is, wow, excuse me, today is Tuesday, December 26, 2023, and this is episode 596 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Post-Christmas Fog, and I'll be chatting about that week after Christmas and how how off it always has seemed for me, and uh, I don't feel like I'm the only one. Uh, we're going to talk about Boxing Day, some advice I'm pondering from a good friend, and I may have come up with my 2024 word of the year. I don't know. I haven't really ever participated in that, but uh, maybe it's time this year. First, let's grab a cup of coffee, catch up what's in the live chat, and we will get into those topics in just a minute. Good morning. Good morning. Pip says, no, no fog, light rain, though, and uh, rewild their life warm rain is that a question um I, I don't think i'm necessarily talking about the weather uh with that post christmas fog it is kind of foggy here today though uh coincidentally and good morning digger how we doing thanks for swinging in uh, another another wonderful french press of that breakfast blend from uh food forest farms that new i don't know why this camera keeps moving interesting maybe i'm moving instead um another great breakfast blend from uh, food forest farms came up with that on the fly for uh for thanksgiving with some advice from club members if you're interested in joining the club the c4 club is fantastic what a great value uh, brian brings forth with that at 40 as little as 40 dollars a month you grab two pounds of coffee or uh, several other things i mean basically you spend you spend 40 dollars, you get 50 dollars worth of items and uh, that just happens monthly so check it out foodforestfarms.com c4 club and start getting some awesome coffee or uh, plenty of other things to choose from for that $40 a month, including Airbnb stays, uh, hip camp stays. I think there's silver deal going on coffee, um, and cannabinoid products and all sorts of things. So get a hold of Brian and see what you can come up with for your custom deal. Only a hundred slots available total. So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's the day after Christmas. Everything's getting back to normal, kind of, kind of. I think this week is definitely a flux week for people where they can, um, a lot of people take the week off. A lot of people take between Christmas and New Year's off and kind of decompress before before Christmas, after the holidays. You know, you go, um, I don't know if the, the start of the holiday season would officially be uh Hey, stop pushing me. Sorry, I got dog digging feet into my feet. Claws digging in. I'm sorry. I had to uh, take care of that for a second. Um, but I think uh, I think holidays at the, at the latest start of Thanksgiving, you have that whole push for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then you end up in Christmas and you're like, all right, take a breath. Take a breath for a week. We'll hit New Year's and then we'll start the grind again. Because back when I was working like factory jobs and very limited PTO, because as I would travel job to job to job to job, you always lost your accumulated PTO and you'd have uh, you had to like 
maximize it as much as you could. So a lot of time was saved for the holidays at the end of the year. But then once you hit New Year's, you'd look at the schedule and you'd go, holy crap, I don't have one of those freebie, one of those vacation days that they gave you on top of your PTO until the end of May. Five months, five months. And I think sitting there thinking of that after Christmas, rolling up to New Year and knowing it's going to be five months until I got that next long weekend or whatever it was, if you didn't have paid time off or vacation days or anything like that, it's a long time. It's a long stretch. I mean, you went uh, you went Labor Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year. A lot of times you got Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve in there. That's a lot of time within a few months and then nothing for five months through the shittiest part of the year, through that crappy end of winter. Winter's kind of wore on you, so I don't know. I don't know. A lot of things going into it, but uh, I got a little bit more on that in just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, first, I uh, just wanted to follow up on Christmas yesterday. I enjoyed doing the show with Corey in the morning. I, uh, I always like it when she comes on. People seem to enjoy the things that she has to say. And so do I. That's that's kind of why we are, are together. That makes sense, wouldn't it? But I enjoy her coming on. I enjoyed hanging out with her. Then we uh, we finished up, did our more more normal normal morning dog routine, and uh, then we got to see got to see the niece and nephew open uh, open uh, up. <laughs> oh, good morning. Yeah, Rachel says uh, she's gonna have to go back and listen. That's right. You were with family. And that's why we did the show yesterday really was um, we were going to be here. We were going to be hanging out. We didn't, we didn't have anything special or big plan for first thing on Christmas morning. And I know there's a lot of people out there that didn't like, I know there's a lot of people that uh, are kind of either on their own or don't particularly care for Christmas or don't celebrate Christmas um, to begin with. And uh, everything shuts down. Everything shuts down. Nothing goes on. Everybody's guy. We're taking Christmas off. We're taking Christmas off. We're closing. I mean, there are people there that uh, there are people out there that need something to do. So we thought we'd pop on since we weren't uh, we weren't particularly doing anything special first thing in the morning. And it was a great chat. We talked about Christmas traditions from when we were kids, uh, things we remembered, different. Um, yeah, just different Christmases, stuff from growing up. And uh, we wrapped up the show, we did our normal dog walk, and then we got to see niece and nephew open Christmas presents. We did Corey's side of the family on Christmas Eve, and that was great. They uh, they enjoyed their presents and were already playing with them. And we, um, we kind of pride ourselves on being that aunt and uncle that give the, the, the best gifts, like the ones that the kids open up, and that's the first thing they run and play with. And so yesterday we got to watch uh, watch my sister's children um, open their presents, and they liked them. They liked them. I think we did a good job. And then relatively shortly after that, they, we got a, a picture message of uh, nephew playing with one of the toys that we got him. And I was like, yep, nailed it. Nailed it. So another successful year of, uh, of randomly picking toys because we don't have, uh, have any little ones running around, don't really watch TV, don't know what's out there. And uh, like Corey mentioned yesterday, we don't spend a whole lot of time around them. We don't know what they have, what they're into. So it's kind of like a, uh, a uh, reconnaissance mission, talking to the parents and, and getting ideas and then sending out what we think, what we think will, will be good. And it's weird because we always kind of focus on uh, educational gifts, not not like 
textbooks. I mean, I guess we did get them in encyclopedia yesterday. <laughs> uh, but we uh, we focus on kind of educational gifts, uh, hands on doing things. And it always seems to be it always seems to go over well. It always seems to be a winner. So we'll just keep doing that. We got to um, we got to watch that on FaceTime. FaceTime's pretty cool. We we do that quite a bit with uh, with both sides of the family, with kids, and getting getting those presents open. So it's nice to be able to watch that in person. Uh, talk to my parents. Talk to Corey's parents, and everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing good for the holidays. And I think it's continuing today. I think uh, I think my my parents get uh, get their grandkids today for uh, for Christmas. So. That'll be cool. That'll be cool for them. And then the rest of the day, uh, Corey had to work a little bit. She she logged on, did a little bit of work. I uh, I I did some work. I I got uh, I got to editing some of the Blockstream Jade videos that I I recorded over the weekend, and got one done. Got it published and started working on the others. I mentioned yesterday that I ran into some issues. Um, as I was sending the funds from the Jade because uh, network fees, Bitcoin network fees were running so high at the time. Uh, and the Jade has a feature where you can pick your own fees and fumbling through it while I was trying to record it on a one take kind of be done. Um, one take and uh, have it done. I, um, I wasn't ready for that. I had never, I had never picked my transaction fees. Um, on the spot with the jade i knew it was a function but it was never a point where it was never a point that i was using it before i filmed that uh, network fees were so high so when i went to when i went to do it i was like oh yeah that's right i can change and customize pick well i'm fumbling around with it watching it through another screen um while i'm filming it was it was kind of a convoluted setup i was like screen recording I was recording with Corey's phone. I was recording with the webcam. And um, so I was fumbling with that. And I accidentally set the fees like super low, like as low, uh, just above as minimum, just above zero, basically. And the transaction is still pending out there. It's it's um, I don't know if it's going to go through, if I'm going to have to wait it out for it to cancel. I don't know. I don't know. But I can't really. um until I have that rectified, I, I don't think that video is going to go up since I, I uh, believe I haven't watched the whole thing through, but I believe between all the stuff that I, uh, I got in the video, uh, you'd be able to just kind of jump in there and uh, take over that wallet if you wanted. So I'm going to wait till that's done and, and factory reset that before I get up any of the other videos. But, but as I was doing it and as I was editing it yesterday, uh, especially editing the the unboxing video is which is the one that I put up. I realize there's a bunch of other stuff I can do videos about for it. So I'm excited for that. I have uh, I have to wait for this to all go through. Who knows? It might be a week before it just cancels the transaction. And it ends up back in my wallet, and uh, I just pay fees and have it sent. But that is definitely on the docket. So worked on that a little bit while Corey Corey did her work. Got one video up for Christmas, uh, got that unboxing video, uh, for the Jade. And, um, then, then Corey and I just kind of sacked out. We, we sat there and watched movies 
pretty much the rest of the day. <laughs> I, I think that that's what we did all day yesterday, wasn't it? Just watch movies and uh, rolled through and um, relaxed, I guess. I guess that's what you would call it. Took a, took a day, took a day and uh, and did nothing. But it was good. It was it was a cloudy kind of dreary day and it was warm, cloudy and dreary. It was just an odd Christmas day. So sitting around and watching movies and just hanging out was um, it was what we needed. It was what we needed. So back at it today. Corey's already hard at work and I am uh, going to do the show and roll into just a normal day. So. It is what it is. Good morning, Blakesley Acres. Thanks for swinging in. And uh, so that's the next thing I have on the list is what is today. If you are in Canada, if you're in um, a lot of the European nations, today would be considered Boxing Day, considered or called Boxing Day. Um, I I have Canadian heritage in in my lines, so I I'm familiar. I grew up kind of close to Canada. I went to school even closer to Canada. Uh, and so Boxing Day was something that I knew of all growing up, never really celebrated it. It wasn't something that we celebrated in the United States, but I knew what it was. I knew where it was celebrated, why it was celebrated or so I thought. And so today on Boxing Day, I wanted to wish all the all of my Canadian listeners and all of my all of my listeners that may be celebrating Boxing Day a happy Happy Boxing Day. Uh, but I wanted to share with you guys that don't know what it is or have never heard of it, what Boxing Day is. No, it's not like Mike Tyson. Um, not that type of boxing. Not that type of boxing. Uh, boxing Day from Wikipedia here. I'll read it right to you so you can uh, you can hear it from, from the, the definition. But Boxing Day is a holiday celebrated after Christmas Day, occurring on the second day of Christmas Christmas tide, uh, December 26th, though thought, <laughs> excuse me, though it originated as a holiday to give gifts to people in need, today Boxing Day forms part of Christmas celebrations with many people choosing to take advantage of Boxing Day sales. It's kind of like Black Friday for Christmas as Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Christmas, Boxing Day. Um, it originated in the United Kingdom and is celebrated in several Commonwealth nations. That would be Canada. The attached bank holiday or public holiday may, be, may take place on December 28th, if necessary, to ensure it falls on a weekday. So I guess that means if Christmas is on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, it, uh, it is then celebrated on that following Monday. Uh it's necessary to ensure it falls on a weekday. Boxing Day is also concurrent with the Christmas festival, St. Stephen's Day. Um, and basically, from what I read on when I was reading about it, and from what I recall when I was a kid, it started as a way to give to the needy after Christmas. So Christmas was uh, for giving gifts within your family, within your circles. And then Boxing Day was when you um, when you then turned and gave uh, usually through the church. But it kind of transpired into celebrating and giving gifts to service professionals and uh, factory workers, people that worked right up through Christmas. Those people that um, the, the service industry, the the uh, retail industry, the people that that just experience that 
that enormous rush of business right there between Thanksgiving and Christmas, where they're dealing with all the busyness and uh, then they get a day off. They get an extra day off. They uh, traditionally would get more gifts. They would get gifts from uh, from their customers from. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So Boxing Day, Boxing Day, day after Christmas, uh, happy Boxing Day to anybody up there in Canada celebrating or I guess across the whole English Commonwealth, if that is still uh, still a thing. So that is uh, Boxing Day and uh, Boxing Day would definitely kick off what I would say would be the post-Christmas fog. And that was the title of today's episode. Uh this has been something that I've that I've really experienced time and time again, uh, time and time again throughout my life. I think I think it even went back to starting with uh, with school, with that Christmas vacation between Christmas and New Year's. You never really went back to school. There wasn't enough time. It was usually a break at our school, uh, and I. I think it really started then, but I've noticed it through my whole uh, adult life. I don't necessarily recall last year if um, if if I went through it. Last year was kind of a different year. It was our first year on the road. We were in Texas. It was the first year in 20-some years I wasn't in Minnesota in the freezing cold for Christmas. It also was the... Uh, I mean, before that, I was in New York. It was cold. Uh, Texas, it was not. It was not. It was beautiful for Christmas. And I don't know if it was the weather or what it was, but I'm guessing it had something to do with not being on a normal schedule, not being on a normal work schedule, not being on a normal day-to-day -day schedule. Uh, I think that's what throws it for a loop after Christmas and causes that, uh, like, quote-unquote, fog. Um that I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Uh, and it really kind of throws you for a loop out of that, out of that routine that you, you kind of get into for the whole year. <laughs> um, so I've, I've always felt this. Um, I don't know if I'll experience it this year. If I don't, if I don't, I think it really had, it'll, uh, it'll really narrow it down to the fact that it's, it's probably about, it's probably about that routine that that um, that stretch of time where you're not thinking about uh, what you do on a day to day basis. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that is definitely a good thing. But I think you get in that that groove with work and um, routines and then the holiday just kind of throw it for a, throw it for a loop just throws it uh, all out of whack. Some other things I was thinking about. Good morning, Jim. How are we doing? Uh, some other things I was thinking about with that, I'm wondering if um, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the solstice. Uh, Corey and I have kind of been watching that, watching the the length of day. We we watched that for quite a bit. We got really interested in it yet last year when we were in Texas and the days didn't get as short. Uh, in the winter, it was it was it was phenomenal uh, having the the more daylight uh, around in the winter, uh, and then the days didn't get as short. We're kind of in the in between here in Tennessee from where we were in Minnesota till where we are here, um, and it was even more in Texas last year. But 
we started really keying in on that. And this year, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago that we noticed that um, that the sunrise and the sunset don't necessarily get both get closer together until the solstice and then start going apart. Um, the sunrise got got later every day until the solstice and the sunset got earlier until like three or four days before it and then it started getting later i believe or it could have been the other way around it could have been the sunset uh was the solstice and the sunrise Eh, can't remember exactly which one it was but the day actually ended up shortest on the solstice but it wasn't because the two times were converging uh one one um bottomed out earlier than the other but Looking at that, knowing uh, what sunlight does for you, knowing about seasonal depression uh, disorder, SAD, um, I think that's what it is, seasonal afflictive disorder. I don't know. I can't remember what it stands for. Maybe somebody in the in the live comments can, uh, can throw that out there. But SAD, uh, seasonal depression, we all know it, it, it comes from the lack of light. It comes from... Uh, from the lack of daylight, the lack of vitamin D, whatever, whatever the the actual scientific reason is, but it definitely correlates with winter and the sun cycles. What uh, what I'm wondering is is the that week after Christmas is that kind of like the big letdown? Is that the we have the solstice? That is basically the low, I don't want to say the low point of the winter, but the, the lowest light point of the winter would would um, would typically line up with the least amount of light, the seasonal affective disorder. That's, thank you, Rewilder Life. Thank you very much. I knew it was, I was close. Um, but the solstice would, would kind of line up with that. That's going to be four days before Christmas. Um, we're we're plowing into the holidays um a lot of the times it's shoved down your throat a lot of the times it's everywhere we talked about christmas music yesterday and uh, kind of service professionals and people out and about things like that it's it's a big build-up it's a big build-up to christmas so you have these two conflicting things you have the light getting the light getting less and running into winter um (laughs) right rachel says i think it's everything things have been super busy we eat like crap and the solstice and that's that's what i was i was kind of getting to is is you're building it up you're building it up for christmas everything's exciting Uh, christmas break we're gonna have a week off um that is that is a high of emotions uh Typically, I mean, there's a lot of people that despise this time of year and it's it's really hard for them. And this I think this makes it even harder. But I, I just focusing on that that post Christmas um, fog, that post Christmas uh, lost week that that, uh, that happens a lot. I think it's it's battling. So as we're as we're ramping up to Christmas and we're having all these good, happy thoughts, it's battling that that solstice, the low light, the the seasonal affective disorder, the the depression, and um, I think they balance each other out enough. One may take over a little bit. Uh, Rewilder says a lot of folks get really depressed. Yeah, a lot of folks do, and I think I think that might be the 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 
culmination of I was just talking about the conflicting nature of the the ramping up to Christmas and the battling, the low light, and the depression. The people that don't have Christmas to look forward to um, or are anti-Christmas or don't celebrate or have lost people that they miss and they don't have anybody to celebrate with, that kind of compounds on that. So it's even worse. But I think for the people that, that um, it's like bipolar, uh, the happy, the Christmas, and and you're truly excited for it, but you're battling this this uh, this low light and this depression. And and Rachel says we eat like crap. Uh, our routines get thrown out of whack. Maybe we don't exercise as much. Uh, maybe we don't exercise at all during this time because we're too busy or it's too cold or whatever. And I think we get to Christmas. We have that endorphin release. We enjoy family. We um, <laughs> we we enjoy family we exchange gifts we uh maybe had been looking forward to something that we had asked for for christmas maybe we got a gift maybe we got to see our favorite family and then it's done and then it's it's just over a lot of times um there are families and people they they, they kind of string it out all the way into january I've seen that. Um, I've participated in that sometimes. <clears throat> but the bulk of everything is just kind of done. And it's, I don't want to say it's a letdown, but it's um, its over. It, it, the, the, the peak has happened and you're on the, on the way down. And maybe, maybe it wouldn't be so dramatic if it wasn't this time of year. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't um, the, the doldrums of winter. Maybe if it wasn't four days after the, the, the peak of the low light or the, I guess it would be the Valley of the low light, the shortest day. I don't know. Do they all kind of come together and, and make this week a, a, just a shit show. Um, I've, I've worked this week and it was still, still a mess. I, I kind of tried to put, put uh, credence in that it, a lot of times it was vacation. It was change of routine. Uh, things were just all messed up. You're, you're tired. Um, you're overextended. I didn't know, but I've worked this week too. And it, it was always kind of a, kind of a shit show. So I don't know. I don't know. The rewilder life says, I'm sure it has nothing to do with family drama at Christmas as well. I don't have any family drama at Christmas this year, I don't think. That's one good thing. One good thing about sitting in the camper with Corey and the dogs. No family drama. I don't know, but um, that's kind of what I'm thinking that, that week after Christmas. I don't think I've ever experienced a consistent just... I take that back. Daylight savings. Daylight savings is the the other time of year that I consistently have issues uh, revolving around a date or an event. And I think it's that week after Christmas and uh, and daylight savings is uh, is the things that stick out in my head that just throw me for a loop. I don't know. Do they throw you for a loop? Is this week? Um, am I totally off base? It's just 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 something that I experience. Uh, I don't think it is. I, I've heard it from um, I've heard it from other people. Rewilder Life says time changes kill me. All right, so so we're kind of on the same page for sure, for sure. And um, yeah, 
we'll see what happens this week. We'll see. I'm I'm focusing on trying to make it productive. I have a lot of things going into 2024 that I, I would like to kind of change up. I've started picking away at that. I didn't wait for the for the new year, working on uh, losing weight, working on being a little healthier, eating a little better. Uh, and a lot of things with um, with the show, with uh, content creation, with work, with things I'm pushing at. So there's uh, there's definitely definitely work to be done this week. I, I don't want to sit in a in kind of a funk or a depression like I, it happens a lot uh, over the past. We'll see. We'll see. You're gonna push through that. And um, I think I think acknowledging that it's there, acknowledging that it happens for me every year. And then trying to push through it will uh, will help. It will help. And uh, it, maybe it won't be as bad. Maybe it'll be a little worse than last year, which I, I didn't think it was that bad last year, uh, but not as bad as uh, when we we're up in Minnesota. And, and if it is, if it, it kind of plays true that way, I think it might be the it might be the sun. I think it might have a lot to do with the solstice because a lot of the stuff that uh, that I felt went into it we didn't really experience this year we really didn't and last year either so i don't know i don't know big old experiment that we call life for sure for sure uh something to go right along with that where i said i didn't want to um i didn't want to waste this last year we're coming into the end of the year we're coming into the end of uh 2023 it's been a year it's uh, man it it went quick uh, for us. It went uh, it went fairly quick. We we did some um, we did some sitting. We we did some traveling. We made a lot of plans, and we experimented a lot with a lot of things. I definitely experimented a lot with the show and the podcast and the live stream, the YouTube channel. We're finding successes um, some places and other places not. We're um, we're putting the effort we can into making all of this work make sense. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of at a point here as we're come up on 600 episodes on Sunday, we're going to do that special episode on Sunday on new year's Eve will be episode 600 that I don't know where this goes. I don't know where it goes. And I I've been reaching out to people that I take advice from that uh, are kind of in this space that have um, that walked the same path that have walked it and been successful. I also talk to people that have walked it and walked away. Um, just trying to get uh, get a handle on where to go with it. This is new for me. I mean, this is um, it's only been a couple of years. It's it's nothing that I was ever. This isn't anything that I ever did before. I'd always been kind of, um, I always had a job and an idea, a job and a hustle, a job or two jobs. Uh, I never had been 100% out doing it on my own, coming up with everything. There was always, there was always guidance in some point of, uh, of my day, of my life. Um, and so as I get to this point, I... I'm trying to figure it all out. And so I started talking to some people and <laughs> one piece of advice that, that, that I got as I, as I was having these conversations, trying to find a new direction, uh, it, it just seems like a good point to, 
to reevaluate. I know a quarter, uh, uh, three months ago, a quarter ago, I I changed the show up. I went to more um, more in depth, one topic type of show. I felt that it was a better product. I felt that it was uh, a shitload more work than uh, it was. I, I evaluated that. I I did the whole juice squeeze evaluation, and I didn't. I wasn't happy with the growth that I was getting or the return on the investment on the change. I don't think it didn't feel like it. It felt like um, it felt like everything stayed stagnant, no matter if I put more effort in or not. And so that I don't want to say it confused me. It it. Um, it conflicts me. It conflicts me. I don't know. I don't know if you uh, if you've ever been in that situation where you've you felt like, hey, if I put more effort in, if I change things, if I do more work, it will uh, produce results, and then it doesn't. Uh, you question. I question myself whether it was uh, enough effort, if it was long enough, uh, a long enough effort to wait for uh, improvements. Or if it was just the wrong time of year or the wrong effort put in. So I'm constantly evaluating that stuff. I need to focus on things that are going to produce results. And so I don't know. I don't know what uh, what this week will bring, what, uh, what the new year will bring, what episode 601 will bring. Heck, I don't even know what episode 597 is going to bring at this point. Uh, but I started talking to some, some fellow creators and one said something that that really that really set it off for me and he said what's bringing in money right now what in the last year have you got paid for i mean he's like i'm not talking like i'm not talking support yourself money but what is brought in money what is cash flow do and i said well you know and and i went through and evaluated and I made a list of anything that uh, deposited money in the bank account. And I think that's the focus for 2024. I really think that that is um, the wisest way to go with with all of this is to really to really keep evaluating. I'm, I, I still have some things to think about and things to, to lay out there, but really, really focus on what has what has brought brought financial gain to me uh, for the effort I put in. Like I said, it's been, what, two years now? Two-ish years? Two years? Three years? Uh, two years uh, that I've been doing the show. We're on the road. We're, we're making plans for us. We are making um, some plans here, possibly, uh, what the next step is for us, we're, we're kind of we we sat down for the winter to make that decision to kind of experience winter here. That was always the goal was to find some place that uh, that was tolerable all year round and start there. Uh, we're by no means stopping, stopping traveling. We don't want to do that. Um, we are, we're in full swing of, of making our lives as minimal, minimalist and, um, as, as fluid as we can being able to pick up and go. So we aren't, we aren't, uh, 
we aren't throwing in the towel and buying property and uh, and never moving again. That that is definitely not the not the idea. But I think we want to stick around. We want to find a property here. We want to start doing some work. And that's something that 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 really affects the show too is just being stagnant. Um, it was a choice. It was definitely a choice to sit down here. But we're not really doing much. We're kind of spinning our wheels. Um, we're not spinning. I don't want to say spinning our wheels. We're we're idling, idling. Um, so it it's a lot more to come up with. Um, a lot more to come up with show topics things like that um being out and about on a daily basis i can tell the difference of the days that i that i stayed and did work in the camper and did and other days when i went out and got stuff done uh, outside of just the stimulation of of ideas the the topic lists that come up i'm not sitting here in the evening asking Corey what i need to talk about tomorrow because i didn't didn't do anything. I sat and edited video all day or something like that. And that's part of it. But I just don't know. I don't know the path forward at this point. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. We will see. This is tough. This week is tough because this is this is where I'm really going to make some decisions. I'm going to make some evaluations on on kind of how I want to do things. I really I I like the idea um, that I put put out there a while back about um, going to a pre-recorded <coughs> a pre-recorded short episode for the show at the at the beginning and really try to grow that audio side, make a little audio a better audio, um, but then focus mainly on the live stream in the morning and building that. I don't, um, I don't know what the, I don't want to say it's what the magic button is or the, or what that is, what that looks like, what format that stays at, but that's kind of, kind of what's been sitting in my head. The other part about that is putting all that effort into something that, that just may not work again or grow. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I don't have a, a listener base. I'm not saying that I don't have a, a steady stream of downloads. But in this in this space, if it's not growing, if it's not um, if the effort isn't returning results, it's 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 um, it's tough. It's tough. And I think the audio space right now is it's very clogged. It's very clogged. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, everything's on the table, nothing's off the table and just kind of throwing thoughts out there with what I, what I'm going, what I, uh, the thought process that I'm going through. So it is what it is. I didn't have a whole lot, uh, on my list today. So thought I would just kind of ponder that with you guys. Um, let me see what else I got. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to focus on that cash flow, And I think that, I think that might end up being, um, my word of the year next year is cash flow, <laughs> cash flow and, uh, and return on investment that, uh, that is going to be kind of the vibe that I have to keep in mind. Uh, just got to build things, got to build things, got to focus on things that are working and do more of them and put more effort into them and not, not discount the fact that they're working and move along. I think, um, 
I think I have a tendency to get things working and get them working enough and then uh, lose focus and lose attention. And I think I, I need to pare back down into some things that are, are definitely working already and, and double down on the effort for them. That's a little self-evaluation there. So uh, cat flow might be that word of the year going forward. If I, if I, uh, if I, if I want to focus on one thing, that that probably what it's going to be in 2024 and uh, knock that out of the park. Got, uh, got some business cards ordered over the last few days. Uh, came up with some, some good, uh, some good job titles. I, as, as, when I get those in, I will share those with you guys. The proof, uh, the proofs that I got didn't, um, <laughs> you, you, you look at them and it takes out some of the words. And I think that's probably the the point of uh, of them being proof. So you can't take the file and print them out yourself. But uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense putting them up on the screen because you can barely read some of the stuff that I came up with. So uh, when I get those in, I will uh, I will I will share those with you. But that's going to be both a, a driver of local work and um and bigger picture stuff. So they are double sided. One being um, being uh, a, a call to for local work, I guess, for local uh, odd jobs and side projects and things like that. And the other being the bigger picture of um, of helping people with their property and how to. Um, uh, uh, Jim, Jim dropped something in here. Jim says, how therapeutic is doing this for you? Is this fun enough to be a hobby for recreation or does this have to pay? Does this live stuff drive traffic to the website Etsy hat sales um, modeling career? Um, yeah, those are questions. Those are questions I, uh, I ask myself on a daily basis. And um, I don't know. <laughs> depends. It depends on the day. It depends on the day. There is definite, um, there is definite benefits to doing it beyond, um, beyond paying, beyond cash. Uh, the, the cash part of it is YouTube, the, the video side of it, the live stream side of it on YouTube itself is part, uh, is earning, is earning a small amount. The the live stream itself is a is a small amount of a small amount uh, at the moment. But as we're growing, that the the live stream has a direct monetization path already. The podcast the podcast is something. Yeah, I I I I like that, Jim. I'm gonna take that. Um, I'm going to take that comment and do, 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 I don't know if I can copy it. Huh. I, um, I'll get answers for you for that stuff. Those are, those are questions that I kind of been evaluating. Those are, those are definitely, and when I say cash flow, there, I guess cash flow is probably the wrong wrong word value i need to get value return for effort and i think a lot of things that i put effort into are uh, misguided and that's 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 on me i'm not saying that's on anybody else uh but jim jim kind of nails it with therapeutic i don't know about therapeutic i enjoy it i enjoy it for sure i enjoy getting up and doing this every morning 
um a lot of the times it's a it's a juice squeeze thing when setting it up when when racking for things to talk about for feeling like i want to be prepared more than i am things like that is is really where um the rubber hits the road on that the is the value received is the value received equal to or greater than the value put in um and that's subjective that's like what what i think that's only on my end so i don't know i don't know i think it's going to take i think it's going to take some more some more um some more thinking and and contemplating and yeah it is what it is i might i might it might just go forward the way it is it might go forward the way it is We'll see. We'll see. Definitely, definitely decisions to be made. And, um, and I can feel myself in this, in this kind of post Christmas, um, fog that I, that I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, it's not really a depression. It's, it's more of, um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of a, it's kind of a crappy, uh, it's kind of a crap, a crappy, um, blah feeling. There it is, blah. When it's gray and dark and the cloudy and rainy and um, and um, yeah, blah. <laughs> so working through that and and working through the future of things is is definitely a struggle sometimes. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, focusing on that value and value for value, where where it um, where it comes and 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 what uh, what is worth the effort is really is really uh, is really the big question. Um, unboxing video for the Jade is up. That's uh, next on my list. I, I got the unboxing video up and uh, mentioned earlier that uh, that I'm still waiting on that transaction too clear so i can uh, so i can safely and um so i can securely put up that video um i'm gonna go through it if it if it takes too long if i have the video all edited and ready to go i will i'll probably just like black out any information that that could be uh, detrimental and like i said it, it isn't that much anyway it's uh it's like 10 bucks in bitcoin that's just fluttering there and waiting to be sent so if somebody was able to get into that wallet and scam it it is what it is it is what it is but i would really like that to go through so i can um um so i can so i can get those videos posted and uh, and feel good about it Pip says made his first transfer to his Jade yesterday. How did it go, Pip? Did you um, did you have any issues? Did uh, did it go through and and show up and everything? Were you happy with the process? Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward and easy. Um, you weren't reaching out for any questions, so I, I assume that you that you got it all figured out for sure. Um, but that is uh, that is what I'm going to be doing. Getting that, getting all of the rest of that video editing edited. I have a uh, a few other things on the list that I want to get videoed, but I have to wait for these transfers to go through to to do that. I want to get into the the seed QR phrase, um, being able to being able to take 
um, your 12 word or your 24 word and populate a QR for that. And then because the Jade has a camera in it, you're able to scan that QR instead of entering your 12 words uh, to recover the wallet. I was reading an article about how some people, um, I was reading an article on some people that were using it as um, multiple wallets. So basically the Jade just populates and stores your private key. So if you factory reset it, it's gone, but you have your seed phrase, so you can just load it back on there. Uh, what people were doing was making multiple wallets, making uh, uh, QR, seed QR, cards for each wallet and then depending on what they wanted to do they loaded that seed phrase into the jade um and then factory reset it so they kept it empty they kept it factory reset and then if they wanted to access the wallet for some reason whether to send to it uh or or receive into it or send from it they would just scan the particular code that they wanted to use i thought that was pretty interesting uh, and when I was doing the unboxing, I took out the card that they sent with that uh, that allows you to make your own QRs. Basically, it's a big grid. I have it here for our use for use watching on the screen. It kind of looks like this. I don't know if the the light is going to be. Uh, you can tell there's like uh, little grid marks, and basically, once you put in your seed. Good morning, Michael. How are we doing? Once you put in your seed phrase and it, or it populates your seed phrase, you can then have it populate you uh, um, a QR and it will tell you which squares to fill in. You fill them in and then take a picture of it with the, the camera on the Jade and it will load that, that, uh, that seed phrase in. So that's a functionality that I want to mess around with. I want to get, um, get video of, get that up. Um, like I said, the setup video is recorded. I'm just splicing it together and waiting on that uh, transfer to go through. I did a send video, a receive video. I have to do, um, I have to do video on different, uh, security protocols in there and different, uh, settings for the wallet, some of the advanced options and different things like that. And if you guys have any questions as you use it, people that have picked it up and start to use it, if you have questions that you come up with, uh, definitely definitely reach out, uh, shoot me a message, let me know. And, um, and then let me know and I can, and I can make a video for sure and get that up. Jim says, I like the idea of keeping the Jade empty, less worries of theft. Another cool thing about the Jade. Okay. So two things, uh, on the security side is, so you set up in, basically you, you get your seed phrase in there or you create a new wallet, it, it gives you your seed phrase. Uh, the private key is on there. You need it to send anything from that, that wallet. So you need your private key. You need a signing device. You authorize it through the Jade. You set up a PIN number to unlock it. So a six-digit PIN number, you pick it um, during the setup. And the cool part about the Jade, cool yes and no, is if you enter your PIN number in three times wrong, it factory resets it. 
So if you were in a situation where someone was was uh, pressuring you for your pin or they stole it and they were trying to get into it, uh, as soon as the pin gets up, entered three times in a row wrong, it factory resets the it factory resets. And I've tested this. It actually definitely, definitely works. Uh, then you have to go and in input your seed phrase or use that scan QR. Um, they also had a function and I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it when I was messing around the other day, but it could have been just I, I flew by it when I was uh, making the videos. They had a self-destruct pin. So basically, you set up a pin to open it and you set up a pin to wipe it. So in a situation where you wanted to um, maybe play a little uh, a little false, uh, a little false flag, maybe you kept a pin with the jade uh, in it. It was the reset pin. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a pretty cool feature, uh, especially if someone like the the literally the only way someone could use this device would be to a get your seed trays, which that's going to be any wallet out there. B have the device and have the pin, which you know that's that's going to be just like having your seed trays. Or C, someone pressuring you, forcing you, holding a gun to your head, and and getting you to input your pin. Hey man, this is my pin. Uh, it didn't work. The thing, the thing, literally cleared itself. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. That's nice to have in your back pocket. You know, otherwise you can fumble around and put the wrong pin in three times, and I think the guy that's tr that's pressuring you might figure that one out, but. Jim says honeypot. Yeah, honeypot him. I'm actually looking at some cool new, uh, a cool new product that um, that is for seed phrase storage. Um, hallmarked, hallmarked metal plates that uh, that you can hold your seed phrase on, and they're going to be fireproof and all sorts of that. Jade has some products like that. I haven't used them yet. I haven't ordered them. They're kind of spendy compared to this other system that I saw. And I, I like the other one a lot better uh, just on the on the surface, just looking at it and the functionality and the appearance of it. I think it's pretty cool. Not that anybody else should ever see it besides you if it's got your seed phrase on it. But looking into that and... Um, I have reached out to them and possibly be able to grab some uh, grab some samples and mess around with it and and see what I think. But uh, yeah, Jade's pretty cool. Jade's pretty cool. And uh, I mentioned last week the the one time password feature uh, it, that actually came up. It was weird that actually came up in a conversation in one of the groups we were in. People were talking about going to a um, a degoogled phone. And things um, non Apple, non Google, and what you do with uh, security when two factor authentication needs your phone, like when you get that text message of the of the six digit code, things like that. Uh, Jade provides functionality for a few few of those. Um, you have to have the customized feature, so email uh a lot of places that will use this they will give you the choice you can you can use a phone number you can use an email address or you can use a authenticator app um phone number you put your phone number in and when you try to log in it sends you a code email the same thing try to log in it sends you a code but if you pick that two-factor authenticator mode 
basically they give you a um, they give you a long string code that depending on the time, depending on uh, your account, it will populate a temporary password. Jade offers this feature, and if you have um, Google Authenticator app that does it, there's several other apps that do it. But if you take that code uh, and put that into the Jade, basically you turn it on and hit hit the button, and it gives you that code. And it'll be it'll be temporarily good for uh, 30 seconds or a minute, and it repopulates. I think every 30 seconds, depending on the app, really. Um, and the settings in the in the code, it'll pop repopulate a new code, and the Jade will give you the code. It will give you the time that's still uh, good. So if you if you hit go and it's only good for like two seconds, you just wait for the next one to populate. Enter that into your login, and it'll let you go. This is completely offline. Once you take that code and put it in the Jade, if you never want to put the Jade online your two-factor authentication cannot be hacked. It's it's not sitting on a cloud. It's not sitting in the Google Authenticator app. It's not uh, sitting there for someone that steals your phone and tries to log into all the stuff on your phone and they get a code in your phone. Oh, how convenient. How convenient for you, but how convenient for someone that steals your phone. Just a thought, just a thought, just more technology. I don't know what accounts you have that that you want that secure. Uh, a lot of the the crypto exchanges, a lot of things like that, really use those two FA um, authenticator apps beyond your phone. And people that are worried about tying phone numbers to accounts and things like that, this might be an option. So, just a thought. I got to make video on that too. That is on the list. Uh, the OTP, the one-time password functionality. So, Jim says, "What about engraving?" I have a Dremel. Yeah, I mean. Do it to it. Do it to it. Um, anything into metal. I uh, I saw something a long time ago, and I actually had somebody build me uh, or 3D print me a jig. Happened that it didn't fit my Hallmark stamps, the, the jig, the hole for the Hallmark stamp to go in. But basically, you Hallmarked washers, um, like washers, nuts, bolts, and washers. Uh, you hallmarked your uh, seed phrases on the washers and then you stored them on a bolt with nuts, locking nuts and stuff like that in the proper order. Or you hallmarked um, some sort of cryptid that uh, that told you what order they go in. Whatever you do or whatever you want to do that way, uh, engraving into metal. I worry about water and fire with writing them down on paper is is my is my fear <clears throat> that um that'll get destroyed that it'll get something spilled on it that it'll uh get burned up that it'll get tattered who knows who knows but uh metal metal engraving metal harm hallmarking whatever um whatever you want to do jim says one is none yeah for sure for sure and um security <laughs> we got to keep it safe especially if you uh if if you want to accumulate any sort of wealth there pip says i can see laser etching working well i actually have talked to somebody about that how hard it would be to set up a template to do um a field of washers like a uh, a, a, a table of washers and have the have all the seed phrases and you could 
you could just rewrite them into the template uh, for whatever someone ordered. And obviously you would be able to, you would have to let them order twice what they need uh, or more so that you didn't know what their seed phrase was. I mean, even if you knew the 12 words, you wouldn't know what order they were in. That that gets to be a lot um, for a little juice squeeze thing. Like how much Bitcoin does this dude actually have in this wallet? And how long is it going to take me to figure out how, what order these 12 words go in? And uh, do I really want to mess around with that? So Michael Sparks says, what about a dog, dog tag stamper? Yeah, I mean, anything really, anything that you could, anything that you can... Um, Anything that you could get um, your 12 words in. Pip says, what company would be safe to give them a copy of your seed phrase? Well, we were we were thinking about that. I was thinking um, you just you could submit. So if it's 12 word seed phrase, you could submit 18, 20, 30, whatever random number of words uh, when you receive that in the mail. I was thinking individual. So each each word would be on an individual piece of metal. Uh, so you wouldn't necessarily be giving them your seed phrase. There's only, a, a, you know, 1100 or something words that it could possibly be in. Um, but if you were giving them 24 words and 12 of them in a random order were your seed phrase. Did you give them your seed phrase? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jim says, fuck that. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that I would do it either. I'm not saying that I would do it. I'm just saying that somebody might, uh, might have a little opportunity there. Somebody might have a little opportunity there. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, what if, uh, what if you could come up with a standard 100 standard 100? Huh. I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not doing it myself. I'm making my own if I make any. So <laughs> that is uh that is that is where I'm staying. I just uh that was something I uh, I kicked around with somebody and what is that number? What is that number? Is it uh three to one? Oh well, Jim says I'm setting up an engraving company, post your seed phrases here. I'm not asking anybody for their seed phrase, but let's do the math. Actually, it's two after uh, two after seven. I got to get going here, but so not going to do the math. But uh, if you randomly picked, uh, if you had your 12 words, you randomly picked another 12 words and you shuffled them into a random order. What is the possible number of combinations that can come out that are what is how many different combinations are there? My math whiz is do that, figure it out. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. We're going to take off. We will uh, We will hope you enjoy your boxing day. Hope you enjoy your uh, day after Christmas. Mm, it is It is that week after Christmas. If you got it off, enjoy it. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy the time leading up to the new year. If you got to go to work, uh, power through it, and we will be, uh, we will be back at it and, uh, in a normal routine soon. Anyway, if you'd like to participate in the live comments, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about the episode along with links to all my social media services I offer. 
recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Enjoy enjoy the day after Christmas. Enjoy your boxing. Enjoy, enjoy your Tuesday. We will catch up with you tomorrow. Smile.